Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Crushing Real Estate with Brian Pham, where we interview real estate professionals around the industry. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show and leave a very positive review. We release an episode every single Sunday, so stay tuned. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Crushing It in Real Estate. This week we have Mr. Kevin Cruz. Kevin is a real estate realtor in the Bay Area. We're super excited to have him. He's a superstar here around the area. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me again. Looking forward. Definitely. Hey, Kevin, how'd you get started into real estate? Well, first of all, before I think before I answer that, it's better if I give my short story or mm-hmm. long story short of who I am. Mm-hmm. Well, my name is Kevin, born and raised in the Philippines. Came here when I was 12. Uh, coming in here, it was uh, very difficult because it was a language barrier. You know, mm-hmm. and my parents sent me down here. I didn't know English. Mm-hmm. So I remember coming in here, I had a dictionary on me and I was hiding it through my, you know, with my friends and stuff because I was so embarrassed not knowing any English, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, for me, that was a lot of pressure on my end. So, you know what? I, had, I really had to dig it down. I really had to learn English, right? And, uh, you know, that's the only way. And three years down the road, 15 years old, I started working already at a pizza shop. And at 16, I started doing sales already. The Cutco knives, you guys know that. Mm-hmm. You know, selling Cutco is a direct sale company. So I went to training already at the age of 16. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, um, you know, something happened with my life where I got in trouble with the law. I'm not going to disclose it here, but a lot of my close friends know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, at the age of 18... Uh, I took my life very serious because something happened bad to me already, mm-hmm. really bad, you know, and took life seriously. And at the age of uh, 19, I told my parents, I want to quit college and pursue uh, doing being an entrepreneur, basically, mm-hmm. doing business, right? Uh, they were upset, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, for your parents who sent you down here to have a better life than what they had, and they want you to have that American dream. And now, you, you know, you just destroyed your dreams. Like saying like, hey, I quit college. You know, I'm going mm-hmm. to be an entrepreneur. So from there, I started working for a direct sales company. And I built mm-hmm. a team of 200 from 19 to 21 years old. And from there, I just kept going and going. And at the age of 23, I started one of my first businesses. It's called Electric State of Mind with my mm-hmm. business partner, Nan Lin. And, you know, we co-founded a company. We did over 120 events. And, you know, throughout that through producing events, I met several, you know, I met a lot of great people and it's kind of like going to college, right? When you go to college, what do you, what do you, how would you say it? Do you learn from this, from school, from the education or the people around you? It's mostly the people around you because you get different perspectives in life. Mm -hmm. So I did, I did, I got a lot of perspective and fast forward, I ran into real estate Mm -hmm. uh, at the age of 27 years old. Oh, wow. So, and from there, that's how I got started with real estate. I've gotten a lot of perspective and they thought like, hey, you'll be a good person for real estate. Mm-hmm. My ex-girlfriend told me the same thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, there were all those things that just came into my, came into my head, you know, mm-hmm. to my ear. And uh, I yeah. just think that, you know what, let's, uh, let's do real estate. And from there, that's, uh, that's how I got to real estate. So how long, you, how long have you been in real estate for now? Uh, right now, uh, four years now in real estate. Wow. Four yeah. years, it sounds like you accomplished a lot, man. Ah, Congratulations. Thank you. I'm hey, trying. So what kind of challenges did you face when you first got into real estate? And you know, what's the proudest moment that you achieved in the last four years? Um, 
I think uh, the the biggest struggle I've had in uh, real estate when I started is uh, I didn't have any other income besides mm-hmm. real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have enough income, in, you know, when I started real estate. I didn't have that much savings because of my startup companies that we start. I started. It's not like it didn't, you know, we didn't fully receive the fruits of its labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still on the beginning phases still. And you know what they say, right? I mean, 92% of the businesses will fail within the first three years, right? I mean, we didn't fail. You know, we just uh, grew out of it and we decided we want to do bigger things in life, just such as real estate. So that was my biggest challenge is uh, uh, how do I get my first deal so I can sustain my living? Mm-hmm. Okay. And biggest accomplishment, uh, I mean, you know what they say, right? Diamonds are made under pressure, right? There's no pressure. There's no diamonds. Mm-hmm. I've always lived with that since I was like 19, and I live my life with a lot of pressure. And I think one thing I really wanted to is, uh, I really wanted to have is uh, that accomplishment of uh, achieving Rookie of the Year in my company, right? I was with Better Homes and Gardens four years ago. When, mm-hmm. I, when I first started real estate, you know, Better Homes and Gardens, it's a well-known company. Uh, they're worldwide. Uh, and I, I achieved that, you know? I always think about ice on the price, ice on the price. I, I don't think about like, you know, how am I going to sell 10 homes? I think about how am I going to hit rookie of the year, you know? Mm-hmm. And I did achieve it. That was one of my biggest accomplishments uh, in my first year into real estate, which I was doing it part-time still because I was already, I was building my other business, right? Mm-hmm. And second year, my other accomplishment is uh, I went full-time real estate. I mm-hmm. spoke to my partners. I told them I want to focus on real estate. This is where I belong. And I was able to achieve uh, uh, entrepreneur of the year. Uh, 30 under 30 with Better Homes and Gardens. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was the largest, uh, I was the top producing uh, agent, largest, uh, high, highest gross income earner under 30 in the entire world for Better Homes and Gardens. Oh, wow. I, that was my second year. Mm-hmm. And third year, I hit Emerald Elite, was uh, number one in NorCal in Better Homes and Gardens now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, that's the time when I started building a team already. So I had uh, one buyer's agent and one admin. Mm-hmm. Uh, director of operations right that's that's forward slash admin and fourth year coming into this year uh i started kinetic real estate uh now i have about four buyers agent the mm-hmm. three of them are new one of them are has been with me for two years mm-hmm. and i have direct one director of operations and one transaction coordinator so there's total seven of us oh wow can you and, uh, talk about kinetic real estate? What are you, what are your values? What is it about? How big is your team? What's your primary focus? What number of sales you got in the last couple of years? Uh, kinetic real estate. We just started about four months ago. Mm-hmm. We launched it four months ago, and that four months we did about twenty, close to thirty transactions already. That past four months in the Bay Area, right? beginning stages, mm-hmm. beginning stages. Uh, you know, it was December was very remarkable. We have seventeen escrows. Uh, 17 escrows under December usually it's slow time my values is uh, honestly just always be on the move uh, always take care of your clients uh, always do your due diligence never just never forget never forget them you know always take care of them when they need something I'll make sure you're always on top of things that's why yeah. you know, kinetic means movement constant movement mm-hmm. you know that's what we that's what it means kinetic energy right always mm-hmm. on the move you know, and we'll always be on your side. And uh, it also starts with a, you know, fun fact. It starts with a K and it ends with a C. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very thankful. Uh, I was able, you know, 
to get it started. And I'm thankful mm-hmm. to still have the same team as mm-hmm. what I had about, you know, two years ago, plus more now. Yeah. And I'm planning to grow it, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's really good. You, may, you mentioned that, you know, you want to offer the best service to your clients. Yes. I think, um, not just in real estate, anything else you decide to do, it goes a long way. It does. Hospitality, how you treat other people, calling them by their name, making them feel really at home. It's all really, really important. Not just in real estate, right? Any other industry that you come into, it's, it's completely necessary to be, you know, super, know. super welcoming, super nice. Your EQ has to be really high in real estate. Or, Very. You know, yeah, it's, I think it's more than IQ, for sure. Yeah, it's EQ. Yeah, right. <laughs> Robert Kiyosaki, right? Would you rather be street smart or book smart, right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Street smart all day, right? Awesome. Can you kind of yeah. walk us through your your first deal, in Connecticut? Like, what what is what, what was it like? Like, what was the first deal like doing it on your own brokerage, on your own company? Uh, what was the deal like? Where was it at? What what numbers can you share with us? Like, can you walk us through that first experience? Um, I think what I can share is my first deal, my very, very first deal, rather. Uh, I think going back to our story, remember, uh, I, you know, I didn't have any sources of income. That's, you know, guaranteed income. Mm-hmm. And I was still building my business, you know, so I didn't have any passive. And uh, I was really on a push, like, you know, like, how am I going to find my first deal? So before uh, my first 10 days into real estate, uh, I, you know, I have a friend. Uh, his name is Armin, Armin Savadians. You know, I'm going to throw his name. He's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first chatted with him, he said he had a realtor already that's been helping him for nine months. Oh, wow. It's like nine months, okay. And uh, you know, I was so desperate, like I needed to make a deal, you know. And I came from this meeting, you know, so pumped up. And uh, I told him, "Hey, Armin, let's uh, grab lunch." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, "Okay." And uh, he was all the way in downtown, so I drove all the way down there, parked in the illegal spot because you know there was no parking. I still downtown is this, by the way. Huh? Down San Jose or is it downtown San Francisco? This is in downtown San Francisco. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we, you know, we went there. I visited him at work in San Francisco. You know, we had lunch, took him out, and I told him, hey, man, I need my first deal. I said that, like, can you help me your first deal? And it's all like, you know what? You know, it's, it's been nine months. I've been working with my realtor. I haven't gotten any result. Let's give you a shot. And we made one offer on a property and I got it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was my first 10 days into real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was our first deal. And uh, it was a struggle because, you know, I didn't know what to do with disclosures, documents. Because I, you know, like paperwork. Because I was a solo agent, you know. I was very, very new. It was just difficult to like, how am I going to, what am I going to do next, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think what I learned throughout all, the, all that time is like, I think anybody can do paperwork. Anybody can learn that or you can hire somebody. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing about uh, the most difficult thing about real estate is finding leads. Mm-hmm. It's uh, getting leads. You know, it's uh, you you make up with numbers, but you lack in skills, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what you're doing, you gotta talk to a hundred people. You know, definitely. You know? Yeah. So that was uh, you know, marketing is the one thing. You know, one of the things that I really focused on. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very blessed. Uh, you know, very blessed that you know with my marketing, I was able to capture a lot of my sphere of influence, you know, cut a lot of, catch mm-hmm. a lot of uh, people's attention, you know, for them to work. Uh, with let's me. dive into marketing a little bit. How'd you market? Did you use uh, ads, use, you know, regular newspaper? How'd you focus, dive into your marketing? Uh, you know, um, I didn't do that much marketing in terms of like sending mailers and stuff and mm-hmm. newspaper. Uh, what I did is uh, I, I focus on social media a lot. Okay. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, 
I used to have Twitter back then. I didn't, I'm not using it anymore. Mm-hmm. It was just too much time. Mm-hmm. But Facebook, uh, I mean, Instagram wasn't that popular four years ago, right? But Facebook was. And a lot of people on Facebook, you know, they're in that age where they need to buy a house or they have a house for sale, right? Mm-hmm. So one thing I did is I wanted to stay relevant into people's mind. Mm-hmm. You know, you post three to four times a week. Just talk about real estate. Talk about your close deal. Talk about stories. Talk about the market. You know, you know, you always want to have like a good content. I mean, one thing about social media, it's free, right? Yeah. I did boost ads on. A, I created a Facebook business page right away after like a month. In, I got in, started into real estate, mm-hmm. and I started boosting ads. So you know, I started asking, uh, you know, agents, "Hey, can I host open house? Open house like almost every week." Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, that's what I did. Uh, social media, man. Like it's just it. I stayed relevant into people's mind, and then just like it's just like, trickle down effect, like you know, the snowball effect. How did you stay relevant in people's minds? Just by posting constantly every day, or did you have any other social media manager, or you did it all by yourself? Uh, I did all that. I did all of it by myself. Okay. Uh, I did all of it by myself. I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I just like creating content. I like seeing like you know mm-hmm. i like seeing engagements mm-hmm. i like it when people message me but in terms of uh wait where are we at again sorry contents uh yeah, i mean i just asking you like how you how do you create your content and you know how do you keep people engaged like let's start with like what was your inspiration what was your motivation you know like like what got you to like continuously post every single day um stuff you know is this something is it through like meetups you've been through throughout the day or a certain inspiration you got as you're talking to other realtors talking to clients and you're like oh wow like that's great information for people to know i like to show my progress i think that's one thing Mm -hmm. you know i see a lot of uh agents or entrepreneurs who doesn't show their progress they just show uh the results that they get Mm -hmm. me i like to show my progress like hey i'm hosting an open house here oh my god it rained today or something yeah. And now, for example, that story with Armin, right? I posted something that day because I parked in an illegal parking spot, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I got two tickets. You know, yeah. I was in a bus lane and I was in a red zone. Yeah. And I got two tickets from the same cop, right? And uh, I posted that. I'm all like, hey, you know, I met my first client, you know, I'm going to work with. Mm-hmm. In exchange, I took him up for lunch and I got two tickets. Mm-hmm. And I got over 200 comments on that, you know, mm-hmm. but those are the things that, uh, that, that I do uh, progress, mm-hmm. you know, progress and results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really good. Cause I think that, you know, contrary to me, people don't like actually seeing results as much as you like seeing the progress, you know? Yes. It's like, it's more, it's more relatable when you kind of see yeah. someone go through the journey that you want to go through. And that you can kind of see them do it and it gives you inspiration to kind of push forward and push towards your dreams. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So that's, that's the next part of the podcast. We're going to dive into, you know, your mindset. You know, what is your biggest why? Why are you, why are you doing all this? Like, what is the reason that you want to become so successful? Um, this might be emotional, but it's okay. Um, well, I came from a third world country. Uh, you know, I was, you know, I grew up in the Philippines, right? And I mm-hmm. uh, said, you know, till uh, mid high school, you know, before my parents transferred me here. Cause I had a, you know, I was not a best kid in the Philippines. 
But, uh, you know, at the age of nine, I started, I, I started selling candies already at the age of nine, you know, that's how it is in the Philippines at that young age, you have to sell or, you know, you have to somehow hustle already at a young age. Mm-hmm. And, and from there, you know, moving down here, you know, I complained about my life when I was, uh, 12 to 15, I complained because I wanted to go back to the Philippines, you know? And at the age of 16, I started to finally understand why my parents sent me down here. You know, there was a lot bigger opportunity. And from there, like coming, coming from where you're at versus the opportunity that you can get in here, I've kind of seen the both spectrums of life. And I realized America is the American dream, you know, mm-hmm. and I have nothing to lose. I mean, I have a lot to lose if I don't work hard. I feel like I'm going to destroy my parents' dreams, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, fast forward, you know, you know, I have two children right now. I have two kids, two boys, uh, nine and a half and eight years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my girlfriend also has two, ki- two boys, that is 11 and seven. So they're all one year apart, right? And, you know, they, that's a lot of weight on your shoulder, you know. I'm, I just turned 31 years old. Uh, yeah, but we have kids, you know, I barely, you know, it's, you have your parents, you know, you have to support them, you know, that's how Filipinos, you know, that's how we do it. You know, we, we want to do our best for our parents so we can support them later on. Mm-hmm. And that's what, uh, that's my biggest why, I guess my family, like family has always been my biggest why, no matter what. Wow. Uh, and I believe there's always, uh, like, you know, there's a painful why and a pleasure why, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a painful why is, uh. What's something gonna like something that's not gonna stop you from working? You know, like let's just say you're in bed, you want to sleep in, <clears throat> but you can't because you have this why that you have you need to do. You know, mm-hmm. and the pleasure why is like something like that motivates you throughout the day. Like crap, like you know, I gotta keep going. I think my pleasure why is to you know to own a lot of homes. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna get too specific, but just to have my biggest why is to just create passive serious amount of passive and uh i mean i saw right now i'm i'm doing a lot of vertical integration right now mm-hmm. uh i we started a moving company two years ago i have we have a staging company that we started a year and a half ago mm-hmm. uh and right now we're doing short-term rental property management right now that we just started this month actually mm-hmm. we have about three properties right now wow. Uh, so, you know, in real estate, of course we have big dreams and, mm-hmm. and I also, my, my biggest why is to help my team, my, my business partners and my team, you know, cause they'll, they'll, we have to keep each other accountable, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so those are my why's. Yeah. Those are some pretty, uh, big things you're carrying, you know, you have, you know, four kids basically to care of. Yes. Uh, I get a lot of help. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I have a, you know, I have, I have great family you know even in the you know yeah. my kids moms like their kids mom like they're they're great trust me like they they, they they're a big help <laughs> do you feel like having all that i guess pressure on you does it give you a higher sense of urgency that you you have to like go and you have to do all these you have to do something you know you just have to just go out there and just make things happen no matter how comfortable uncomfortable you feel you just have to go out there and you have that push to just do more and more because you have all this pressure on you do you feel that way oh my god you're like dead on like one thousand percent yeah uh-huh. maybe two thousand percent i feel like mm-hmm. i'm always under pressure mm-hmm. and uh i think uh i think it became a uh a skill where i yeah. work well under pressure yeah uh, it's because a lot of people don't you know, 
And uh, yeah, I, I work a lot. I work a lot through under pressure, you know, like I always want to make sure I finish. Like if I feel like sometimes when I call, when, when I take a day off, and I'm not sure if you feel this, but you feel like uh, you're useless. You know, you feel like, crap, did I, I, I get sometimes like upset or depressed, like, crap, I didn't do anything today. Like, yeah. shit, like I stayed home today, you know, like I feel that sometimes, you know, I feel like I could be doing more. Even though you're doing everything already and all your friends are telling you, like, hey, you work too much, you know? Yeah. You have to yeah. keep in mind that rest is just as important as productivity. That's true. You know, uh, you can't burn yourself out. You have to pace yourself because the way I look at it is that life is still so long for most of us, you know? Mm-hmm. So whatever you want to accomplish, you've only been real estate for four years and look how much you were able to accomplish. You know, if you take a step back and realize that, you know, if you accomplish one big thing year by year from now to 20 to 25 years from now, you have ample time to accomplish all your goals. I agree. And I appreciate that. I appreciate you mm-hmm. working in it. It's a work in progress. It is. It is. Uh, that. mm-hmm. oh, yeah. That's awesome, man. Hey, so what are your short-term goals for this year, or what are your long-term goals five years from now? What do you, what do you, what do you want to accomplish at the end of two thousand twenty? End of two thousand twenty. Uh, well, well, for real estate, uh, for real, for kinetic real estate. Okay, uh, I wanna, I wanna hire a listing coordinator. Okay. You know, listing coordinator, someone who project manages and a part-time admin. That mm-hmm. basically that's one person. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably bring two more agents on the team. Christ, nice. uh, one with experience and one who can uh, speak their you know native language, uh, mm-hmm. Chinese. Mm-hmm. I need that, of course, especially yeah. here in the Bay Area. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's my goal. And in terms of production, uh, more so like help. We want to help eighty families this year. Wow, I love that, man. Eighty families. Uh, we did forty last year. Uh, that's like two and a half people, mm-hmm. one part timer and two full timer. Yeah. So we did 40 and uh you know right now I have there's more agents now so we're shooting for 80 this year. And that's that's a great mindset to have, you know. I yes. think real estate is uh, mostly I think real estate, you know, is just passive income or short-term income or long-term income, but really the bigger underlying message of real estate is to help other people. Mm-hmm. You know, and you hit the nail in the head. It's like you want to go out there and you want to help as many people and families as possible because end of the day, it's like you're trying to take care of them and their well-being and, you know, you make sure everything's okay. You know, it's, it's a very positive mindset. So I like that. Thank you. And, awesome. um, yeah. I mean, with vertical integration that I'm doing, you know, mm-hmm. which I've been working on, uh, with short-term rental and uh, property management, uh, you know, I also have uh, a partner with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're shooting for a hundred this year. Awesome, hundred uh, property management, short-term rental. That's it, great. It's not it's scalable. I mean, so does any business. It's scalable, right? It's mm-hmm. not like you're doing all the sweat equity in each one of them. Yeah. Uh, with moving company, it's called Clutch Moving Company. Uh, mm-hmm. We're shooting to double our gross. What we did, what we grossed last year. Mm-hmm. And with staging, we want to do five stagings a month. Nice man. Well, definitely have- very possible in the Bay Area. Very, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. With the right people, partners, yes. I truly think exactly. so. So what are your long-term goals? Like five years, ten years from now, what do you want to accomplish in real estate? Um, passive. Passive. I don't have like a straight like uh, 
I don't have like a goal like okay I'm gonna have a hundred homes by the age age of thirty five. I don't have that. Uh -huh. But you know, one thing I learned from my partners is uh you know who focuses on passive. Uh -huh. Focus on passive now. Because like what you said, you know, you're I feel like I'm always pressured, right? Mm -hmm. And in order to take away that pressure into my life, you know, and so does everybody who knows who's, who's going to be listening to this, mm -hmm. uh, focus on passive because with passive income, it gives you the ability to not work if you don't want to, you know? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Versus, you know, I feel like I still have that. I still have to work. Yeah. Oh, I still want to work. It's both, you know, yeah. but having the ability to have passive, to take care of your family, to take care of your expenses, your living expenses and your mm -hmm. entertainment expenses. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the definition of uh, creating wealth. Definitely. I absolutely agree with that statement. Thank you. Um, so you, if you could restart any point in your real estate career, which, which part would you restart again, redo over again? Like you're like, oh man, I should have done that a lot better. I think I should, I made some uh, bad investments Okay. and I wish I did much more of my due diligence before I invested. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'm extremely volatile Yeah. Uh, where I make that decision uh -huh. and that's something I would really pay attention to and I would get references before you make an investment into someone or to somebody or to a deal, I would ask seriously not like more than five people. I'm not even joking. Like you gotta like someone who's professional, you know, Yeah. Like, you can ask advice for somebody who doesn't do real estate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you can, you have to ask somebody who's really like in that area Yeah. about the person. Like, uh, yeah, I made, I lost some serious money. In, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you, yeah. I this way. you never quite lose. You just learn a lesson. You learn, you learn. Yeah. Hey, uh, I read this book, uh, Your First uh, Hundred Million by Dan Pena. Okay. He said that you got to double your failure rate on your 20s. <laughs> I think I tripled it. <laughs> just, I, 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 I joked around that with my friends, but you know. Yeah. I mean, the best way to learn is to fail. You That's know? true. <laughs> and you have to get back up. And you have to learn from it. Yep. 100%. Because if you go through your life, you never make a single mistake. Yep. But you never quite get to the next level because you don't, you're afraid to take the bold action. Mm -hmm. you know? Just think of where you are right now. Without these failures, like you wouldn't put a strong emphasis on it, that you need a passive income, that you need a strong team, that you need to vet people really well. You know, Because I feel like you know, at this level, like that's okay to make those mistakes, but as you get to higher levels, like skyscraper level and not vetting the proper people when you're dealing with hundreds of hundreds of million dollars, like You're in the world of pain, <laughs> you know? I, I fully agree. I feel yeah. like you lose a lot more the bigger you lose, right? Yeah. Yeah. The bigger you lose. The big, big enough so you still recover from it. Yeah, as long as you recover from it. And, uh, yeah. hey, I mean, Grant Cardone, he, he makes, shoot, I mean, he tells his story, how, how much money he lost before and stuff. Exactly. It's just a part of the investment real estate cycle that everyone goes through. Exactly. It's not all sunshine and rainbows, you know? It cannot be. There's no such thing. If it was exactly. easy, everybody would do it, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like you definitely see the more positive things on social media that, you know, people never highlight the negative things. So always take everything you see with a grain of salt, you know? Yeah. Hey, Kevin, so what kind of what kind of books or podcasts or any other mediums do you draw inspiration from? Um, 
you know, this uh, year, 2020 goal is funny. Uh, we, in my uh, kinetic real estate team, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we decided to read an uh, audiobook together once a month. Okay, wow. Good, right? Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite book so far is uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. This is a really great book. Yeah, of course, Rich Dad, Poor Dad uh, mm -hmm. by Robert Kiyosaki. Mm -hmm. I recommend it, especially for you know, new entrepreneurs. I would mm -hmm. seriously you know, read that. Mm -hmm. uh, Seven Highly Effective uh, Habits by Stephen Covey. Yes. It's been a while. You know, these are the books that I read that I've studied uh -huh. when I was uh, 19, you know? Uh -huh. That was when I was 19, and it still stuck with me. Uh, who Moved My Cheese? Something. Very <laughs> short book, Who Moved My Cheese. It's a pretty cool one. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? Richest Man in Babylon, definitely. Mm -hmm. That's a short book as well. Mm -hmm. Babylon became the richest, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and right now, going you know, going to, I guess, the new era right now, 2000, I guess, starting 2016, 17, 18, 19, you know, with the social mm -hmm. media and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I would really listen to Gary V. I mean, either, you know, Gary, Gary V is either people love him or hate him, you know, yeah. but uh, he, he drops real good stuff in my opinion. I love Gary V. Yeah, me, me too. He, he just, he's so real. He's so real and he's just on a different level and he just understands how to capitalize on social media mm -hmm. and he keeps talking about it. It's free. It's free. I mean, there's just so much content, you know, and he posts, he posts, uh, he posts like every single day in Instagram, right? Now. Maybe like three times a day, actually. Yeah. I think he has the most posts ever in Instagram that I've ever seen. He has like over five or 6,000 of them or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would listen to Gary V. Uh, Medium, I'm not really involved medium i do see some subscription you know some emails like you know sometimes i'll read it but i'm not fully heavily involved into it okay but yeah i would recommend those things okay. um, i appreciate that too i mean those books that you mentioned are classics it is a classic yeah yeah and gary v he's awesome man i love his book uh crush it you're crushing it it's no i haven't read that yet i will though he's inspiration like on building your own personal brand so really highly recommend that book really Crushing. Okay, noted. Hey, Kevin, how can our listeners find out more about you and reach out to you? Um, I have uh, Instagram, uh, the Bay Area Realtor. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, P-H-E, Bay Area Realtor. Awesome, e Bay Area Realtor. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, surprised to be able to even get that, uh, you know, tag for Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, so just reach out to me, to, you know, from there. I also have, of course, face, you know, Facebook, Kevin Cruz. But uh, Instagram is probably the easiest way to reach out to me because uh, just like everybody else, uh, you know, uh, that's probably the most social media that I use. I'm always in it. I'm always awesome. on stories. I'll include that in the show notes. But hey, man, thank you for your time and thank you for being on the show. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Definitely, man. Thank you so much. It. And, uh, Probably see you tomorrow. Definitely see you tomorrow, man. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye.